Hey guys. This podcast is called Unauthorized Cinnamon. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Herman. I'm Harry J. Perales, the other. So, we've been gone for, um, what is it, a little over a year. Um, uh, but we're back. Mm-hmm. And we're sorry. So, a little back when this happened, uh, I'll be honest, I had a brain explosion. Uh, I was not happy, and it wasn't anything to do with this podcast, uh, but I wasn't in a place where I could keep doing the work that this podcast requires, and uh, yeah, just a lot of personal issues, um, but then also there were kind of mitigating factors that kept us from resuming. Uh, we live in Houston. There's a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me and Harry were both... Uh, not affected um, as, as much as someone that lives in Houston can't be affected. We were very lucky. We, right, we yes. got out lucky, but Harvey was a bastard. Uh, it was a huge deal. Um, it was, you know, 61 inches of rain <laughs> on this city uh, over the, I, I think they said it was an area the size of Connecticut. So you guys like don't understand Houston. Houston's one city, but it's basically like three cities. Yeah. Um, it's huge. Um, as a result, I lost my job. Uh, I'm working again. It, I wasn't really out that. It was only, you know, um, about a month. I was completely out of a job. Um, but that, you know, didn't help things. And I, uh, like I said, just was in no state emotionally uh, to keep it going. But you know what? Uh, you guys kind of kept at us <laughs> this much as we've been keeping at david milch yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys this was all just a uh, performance piece yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were just making you think it ended abruptly just as our favorite north dakota res i just realized i don't know if it's north dakota, <laughs> south dakota. <laughs> i haven't watched it in a year so yeah Dakota Territory, where yeah. they, they don't delineate man. Uh, I think yeah. we, we did know over a year ago, though. Yes, we <laughs> certainly did. I spent a lot of time looking at, like, maps and shit. Um, but, yeah, we we got messages on Twitter. Um, one of you found my personal Facebook to ask me. Uh, <laughs> which is, I, you weren't uncool about it. Uh, you were just asking, like, hey, I'm... Listen to this. You guys just stopped. You're going to keep going. Um, Some of you emailed Mockingbird Network to ask about it. Uh, And I got to say, you know, we're kind of just two dudes. (laughs) It's not like we are aspiring filmmakers or or media moguls or uh, captains of of the Internet in any way. We're just kind of two guys that really love Deadwood and wanted to have a... um, resource for people to love it as much as we do. Right. And it felt extremely good to know that at least in some small part, we succeeded at that. Mm. We have some people that, uh, started a rewatch and enjoyed listening. Um, and it's very hard for me to say that what I did was good, but I, I, this is the closest I've come to external validation of doing a good thing. 
so this means a lot. I want to spend uh, a special shout out to uh, one of our best Twitter followers, uh, Liberty. Uh, Liberty RPF. You, you, you kept at it. Um, so in a way you made this happen. Yeah. If, if there's any one person, it's Liberty RPF. And I hope you're listening. Cause the last one you sent to us, let me just pull it up. It's November of last year. So <laughs> I hope you haven't given up. I hope we're still in your, uh, uh, podcast refresh feed whatever it's called. Um, but yeah, we're going to finish it out. Yeah. Uh, and as, as a way of transitioning to our next topic, we're not going to stop at season three guys. There's a, <laughs> there's, there's a goddamn couple of Deadwood movies. It happened. Coming. We made it happen. It was all because of us. All Liberty RPF together. Liberty. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we just got word a few weeks ago that something that's been rumored since, it's been about 12 years rumored. Yeah. Uh, I think in 2006 they were talking about it. Um, they're actually greenlit, and now we shouldn't, we shouldn't be speaking so definitively because you and I, I know that you know Terry Gilliam's history, not that he's (laughs) involved, but he should serve as an example that Anything can go wrong. Yeah. Uh, but we're close as we've ever been before, and it seems like it's actually going to happen. Yes. Um, now, what Harry... We never really covered what Milch has been doing in between then and now, in these intervening 12 years. Uh, so what what has Milch been up to for... Milch is... He's been at the bat a lot, and he's gotten a couple of, you know shows off uh some better than others <laughs> um uh i personally liked luck a lot i thought it was a really solid show um i didn't really watch john from cincinnati i can't really speak to that john from cincinnati was the one immediately after deadwood right yeah i remember being very excited for that mm-hmm. and then it was just something else yeah i never actually watched it but everyone was like what what the hell is this yeah I mean, I know some people who did, like, enjoy it, but, um, you know, he, he, and he had just a lot of pilots that, uh, were, pro- were, uh, given a go at, uh, HBO and then were canceled. Like, one in particular was, uh, Last of the Ninth, which was this, uh, 1970s cop drama that was, uh, directed by Carl Franklin, who did One False Move, uh, Devil in a Blue Dress, and, uh, directed episodes of, um, uh, uh, Mind Hunter, and the leftovers recently. Huh. Okay. But uh, and uh, Ray Winstone was in it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there, and it was called Last of the Ninth. Last of the Ninth, and there was a pilot made, and uh, the only thing I could find on the internet was um, a clip from the show, and I can, I mean, no offense, obviously no offense to Milch or anybody, but I can kind of see why it didn't take off. Sure. Just because, I mean, I. I Ray Winstone, you know, you know, I, I'm always happy when I see him, but like I could not imagine somebody that gruff and grizzled and like angry being like the anchor of a show. Huh, that's a good point. Yeah, and uh, actually, there was a Reddit user who they were talking about. Uh, they were talking about uh, the episode why it didn't go forward, 
And uh, the user uh, said, it seems the main problem uh, for Milch and for maybe HBO was that Ray Winstone, otherwise a great actor, just couldn't pull off an American accent as needed. Yeah, I was going to ask, was he doing an American accent? It just sounded like Ray Winstone. I mean, it was kind of, I was like, is it? But I, I, it was kind of, but it was still like, you know. And uh, he just wasn't quite right for the role. Milch thus doesn't seem as gutted by the fact this one wasn't picked up. He understands that it wasn't his best work. And also, it's supposed to take place in the 70s, and it looks like, um, kind of looks like a parody. Honestly, it's sad to say, mm. but, uh, you know, everybody's wearing a wig. Uh, oh, boy. So, yeah, the costuming. This kind of strikes me as maybe Milch was kind of like, let me just go back to doing what I do best. And, yeah. like, going back to his NYPD Blue well and mm-hmm. trying to get in on, like, the 70s, Yeah, you know, nostalgia. Not nostalgia, but kind of like a... It's almost it's like seventies fetish almost because a yeah. lot of people it's not nostalgia it's just like I love the way that looks. Yeah. And he thought this would could be an easy way to get back in. It's like yeah. n- you, you didn't care, so it's not very good. I mean, I mean, you know, uh, you know, there are shows that have been made by HBO in the meantime that do do the seventies well. I personally am a big fan of The Deuce. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, that nails it. And uh, but this one in particular just. I don't know. But the script is available online if you want to read it. I haven't read the script. I just watched the one clip that I could find online. And uh, it's interesting to see, like, you know, but it's also easy to kind of see, like, all right, yeah, not this one. Yeah, and I I think if it did go, he'd probably make it good. But um, Right. Pilots are tricky. Yeah, and there was another one called The Money... And uh, somebody was quoted as saying it takes place, it's like about the one percentiest <laughs> portion <laughs> of the one percent. And it's about, uh, it was with Brendan Gleeson actually. And the premise actually sounds a lot like Secession, which is kind of wow. strange because it's dealing with like, you know, the he- or supposedly uh, dealing with like the head of this like media conglomerate who's like super powerful. And I think it might deal with his family too. So there's like a that's really Burton. interesting. Yeah, but I, I, again, I haven't seen anything from it. I haven't read the script. I just it's just what I heard. Huh. And strangely enough, uh, another thing that David Milch was supposed to be, you know, attached to was a whole series of William Faulkner adaptations for HBO, including movies and TV what? shows. Yeah, and uh, and. Uh, uh, I didn't get to read the, or I didn't get to see that much about it, but apparently there was also, and again, if I'm wrong, somebody correct me, but I heard that there was actually a, like a, almost an anthology series based around the Faulkner novels, and it was called, it was going to be called, it was, it takes place in, uh, I'm going to mess this up because I'm not a big Faulkner head, but, uh, hold on, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, Yak Napatafa, County, which is where all most of the stories kind of take place, right. and uh, th- that premise it's <laughs> it's like a Faulkner version of what has become Castle Rock for Stephen King. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but with <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean that's uh, how it sounded. <laughs> sure, um, but boy, uh, like yeah. I am. Like my thighs are sweating thinking about David Milch adapting Faulkner. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god, I oh I, what I wouldn't have done for that. The only thing I'd want more is more Deadwood. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
and uh, and there was another uh, pilot. There was another project uh, that was based on a Peter Matheson novel about a land developer who was a serial killer called uh, Shadow Country that didn't go through either. Hmm. So there was just a lot of you know. There was just a lot of kind of things. That, and of course, like Luck did go through, and Luck was greenlit for a second season, but because of the uh, unfortunate... Uh, Horse deaths. Yes. Uh, it, they had to cancel it. But uh, then he... Uh, and I I think this happened before he got the Deadwood green light, but uh, he was uh, brought on for the season three of True Detective. Yeah. Um... And I think that's when me and you were like, oh... Oh, good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so I don't I don't know if we've ever talked you and I about True Detective, but mm. I love the first season. Right. As almost everyone did. Yeah. I think all the strengths of that show were the directing. Yeah, right. I mean the writing wasn't bad. The per directing se. and the and the leads, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That was some very good McConaughey. Yeah. Um, we went through a whole McConaissance in the meet while Deadwood was off the air. <laughs> we missed the McConaissance. <laughs> Who knows what sort of references would have been sprinkled throughout our season three coverage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, then season two, boy, I tried to like it. Uh, and it was aw- awful, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? It, was, it, was, yeah. it wasn't... I will say there was... A great um, Colin Farrell performance. Yeah. I think we maybe also missed some Farrell Lassance. Yeah. Uh, he's He's been knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Uh, so he had that. He, I've, he's he been teaming up with Yorgos Lanthimos and did The Lobster mm-hmm. and The Killing of a Sacred Deer, which are, I, th- I think Killing of a Sacred Deer is way better, but they're both quite good. Mm. Um. But yeah, the rest of that show is just dreadful. Yeah. Uh, and so now with Milch helping him out, I am kind of... I want more Milch writing in my life, but I don't know how much he's going to be able to steer that. Right. Uh, from everything I've heard, who's the guy that does... <laughs> Nick Pizzolatto or Yes, whatever? Nick Pizzolatto. He, uh, everything I've heard, he's kind of uh, tyrannical, mm-hmm. or at least uh, forceful of the will. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how that goes. But, you know, on the plus side, um, that probably was um, a hand, had a hand in, hey, you work, well, is there anything else you have that you want to do? And, you know, for years and years and years, you know, even, even like right after Deadwood uh, was canceled, they were like, oh, we're going to wrap it up with a couple of movies. And mm. that went on for years. And uh, I remember actually seeing uh, live, Ian McShane on The Daily Show, mm-hmm. where, John, yeah. where John Stewart's, like, asking about, like, dead. He's like, oh, no, it's gone. It's, you know, it's dead. No, it's never coming right. back. <laughs> right. Yeah, and it was also, like, okay, maybe he's right, but it's also, it's Ian McShane. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, we've seen him on uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. And he treated his, uh, you know, press time for that with <laughs> equal disdain. <laughs> <laughs> How great was that to see Ian McShane? Yeah, in Game of Thrones, just like playing it was this, like this, like a uh, fantasy hippie. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was way too short, but it was like. Yeah, but it's just great to see him. Still got it, baby. Yeah, it's it's good to see him in good stuff, or and to be given stuff. 
Yeah. Because, you know, he, he's been in a bunch of stuff since, but it's been like, you know, Hot Rod, yeah, Kung I was about Fu to say, Panda. Like, hot Rod. Oh, I don't care about it. Yeah, he then. was in, um, he was in a movie. What was it? What was it called? Like Kings or something like that? Oh, that was a TV. That was a TV show he's promoting on uh, The uh, Daily Show. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was what about like ago. if there was a monarchy in the U.S.? Oh man, one for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently that show was pretty good. Oh really? I've heard people like stand for it. Even huh. uh, they you might know? be like up their own ass. I, I don't remember yeah. who. Just like some people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I'll I'll Eden McShane's one of those things where like he can be just fine in something mm-hmm. bad, but he can be elevated. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god! Like it, like as much as like I knew the Deadwood movie was coming back, and I kind of held back on it because I was like, I've been burned before, and I don't want to be hurt again. <laughs> and then like you know, everyone I knew was sending me the article mm-hmm. like, "Oh, have you seen that? Yeah, I've fucking seen it." Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't think it? Uh, and so I was kind of burned out. But then like the other day, I just was like, "We're gonna get new Al Swearingen. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get like Grade Temple's Seth." Yeah. Uh, Bullock. Yeah. Like, soul stars coming back. Yeah, this is, this is I think, as important to us as also thinking, like, we're going to see old Luke Skywalker. We're going to see Luke Skywalker again. We're going to yeah. see Han Solo. We're going to, you know, and, you know, you can argue how those turned out and how those are, which... I know. can argue. Okay. and uh, you They ha- fucking ruled. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, again, like, just even just the thrill of seeing somebody get to do this part that is so kind of cherished to you, mm-hmm. you know, which of those characters are to, to both of us as well. But, you know, especially the Deadwood characters, the excitement of being like, yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, yeah. And powers booth, unfortunately is not going to be a part of it. Yeah, it is. I mean, kind of, if we want to draw another parallel to like you know, princess Leia, maybe like yeah. we're not going to have the perfect resolution of that character. Right. Yeah. Uh, just, I mean, that's you got to think we're, we've been pretty remarkably lucky, yeah. In, with because I believe there's no other major cast members that passed. No, um, I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah, even like I'm, I'm scanning the like, Deadwood's a show that has a deep bench, yeah, and I, I can't really think of any because you know, those guys you hear about them passing too, um, yeah. I can't really think of it. I really hope there wasn't one. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, like a glare. Like, oh, no. But, oh, um, man, we're going to get more Mr. Wu, and he's yeah. going to know more English. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, a lot of them, yeah, and a lot of them in the mean. a lot of those cast members in the meantime have gone on to be on either Sons of Anarchy or Lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I think I've talked about this on the show before, but to this day... If I see like a Deadwood, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, it's Deadwood, Deadwood yeah, yeah. guy. Like, uh, I, I just remember um, in the movie Milk, there's like one shot of like a, a group of people. Now, I'm not even sure if it's Milk, but I, I think it's Milk. It was like a shot of a group of people, and then at the front, there's Con Stapleton. <laughs> and I was like, Deadwood. <laughs> uh, and yeah, watching all these. Um, you know, prestige TV shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always think of them as the Deadwood guy. Yeah. It, it, and with people like, you know, Anna Gunn. Yeah. Who's, Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, uh, 
Kim Dickens had a whole character on Treme, but I was like, eh, that's Joni. That's Joni. Ah, uh, Joni's dubs. <laughs> <laughs> on that fucking night, Joni's dubs. <laughs> We're back, folks. Yes. <laughs> Um, and obviously, like Timothy Oliphant, you know, had Justified, yep. uh, and uh, right now, I think he still has the Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix with Drew Barrymore. Yeah, which I've been interested by, but yeah. haven't looked. Yeah. Um, but yeah. W- oh, also, like, uh, uh, I was watching Room. Have you seen Room? Uh, no, I never got around to it. Okay, so Room. You know the the premise. Turns out the guy holding Brie Larson and Jacob Tremblay captive is Johnny Burns, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I was just like, you were watching. That's a, it's a great movie. It's it's really good. Yeah. Uh, and obviously he plays someone very bad. I heard him. But he shows up. I was like, <gasps> Johnny Burns. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, it's just Johnny. Just send him back. <laughs> He's a sweet boy. No, but uh, also I heard something and. Uh, you can cut this out if it's not true, but uh, I, I read somewhere that, like, the kid in there was born on the set of Deadwood. Oh. And has spent most of his life after its cancellation, or there was somebody in, like, room. Okay. Yeah. I I thought I heard something about, like, Jacob Tremblay was mm-hmm. born, like, like after Deadwood had been canceled or something. Or it was something, I, I read something, he was like, yeah, I don't, that makes more sense. Like so. he hasn't lived in a world with Deadwood. Yeah. Uh, he didn't, yeah. yeah. He doesn't know who Johnny Burns is. Uh, yeah. Oh, that kid. Yeah. Uh, you can cut this part out. It's- <laughs> <laughs> um, but back on uh, July 26th, W. Earl Brown, who plays Dan Doherty, uh, had a Twitter thread where he kind of explained the return of Deadwood. He has titled it the chronology of the return to the muddy thoroughfare. Uh, says a castmate on Deadwood once said, I was bummed last season when I didn't have a lot to do. I realized I was batting ninth in the order. I've never batted ninth in the order of anything I'd ever done. Then I realized I'm batting ninth in the order of the 1927 Yankees, which for those of you who don't know, extremely good team. Yeah. Uh, he goes, that's what it was like working on that show. The, its abrupt cancellation was, a, was devastating for all of us. The show did not end. It stopped. There's a big difference between those two. For years, I've been asked, what happened? Is it coming back? The story of the cancellation has been well covered and explored in numerous publications, the best being the books Difficult Men by B. Martin, and The Revolution was televised by Alan Sepinwall, who we reference a lot in our uh, recaps, which tells me I should have uh, you should have read those books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been meaning to we read. We had a year to do it. Yeah, we, we've been. I've been meaning to read The Revolution Was Televised because mm-hmm. Sepinwall's a good writer, and I'm really interested in the subject. Right. I haven't heard of this difficult men, hmm. um, and I'm not sure who the author B. Martin. Well, you know, I, uh, so I apologize to whoever that is, but um, check out the book. Go rent it at the library. Um, he continues, uh, June 2006, I get the call from David Milch. Canceled. I was blindsided by it. And parenthetically, he says, 12 hours later, a feature film I'd written was in, and was in pre-production lost its funding, but that's another story. Damn, I'm sorry, W. Earl Brown. Uh, November of 2006 is when contracts expired for all the actors. It says, all the horses were out of the barn, but I grew up on my granddad's farm. I can round up a herd. I kept a legal pad on my desk, which kept track of the cast and what they were doing. This, to me, just says how special Deadwood is. Yeah. 
because sure this is one actor but i hear a lot of the actors say like no this show was something really special yeah um i've heard w o brown say it jim beaver say it keone young say it ian mcshane we've heard ian mcshane say it even yeah you know uh i think everyone loves the show and to, the the fact that he was like going out on his personal time to be like I can keep this together like <laughs> really says something to me. Um, now from this list, he says my favorite inscriptions: Tim, hillbilly cop show in Kentucky, <laughs> which is justified. Um, and Anna, a show about meth in Albuquerque. <laughs> oh, what he that, that's that's also wild to me that like since Deadwood has been canceled, like the entire run of Breaking Bad has happened, yeah. and the entire run of Justified, yes, right? Yeah, yeah. I need to watch Justified. I think because mm-hmm. uh, I really like Walton Goggins. <laughs> oh God, yeah, he's so good. I wonder, um, I wonder if now he's part of HBO if he's going to be cast as <gasps> Walton Goggins on the Deadwood, Deadwood universe. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get Danny McBride in Deadwood? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I can't start dreamcasting. I'm going to explode yeah. on my dick. <laughs> oh my God, I can't think of it. Okay. So, uh, December of 2011, at his bequest, I had lunch with Milch. He was revisiting the idea of Deadwood's offer to produce two films to wrap up the story. The idea was to do The Flood and The Fire. Uh, both historical occurrences. It was Old Testament judgment on Sodom and Gomorrah, which this is interesting because I believe in the third season where Milch is uh, one of his um, commentary tracks, he talks about um, one idea he had for future seasons where there's a big uh, blizzard mm-hmm. also. And he has this idea of one of Al's like... Um, cockamamie schemes to get money he like sends people out to some worthless claim or something like that they end up going they get caught in the blizzard they all die and he's envisioning the scene where they where uh, al is pulling these bodies out of the snow these frozen corpses out of the snow uh out of uh being racked with guilt and all that uh-huh. so he clearly has you know the forces of nature coming down for deadwood which is kind of appropriate as they're kind of building up these human institutions you know, and it's like, I, I always really love being reminded that nature can fucking wreck your shit. Like, you can have the best city in the world. It's like, dude, like, one wave. Yeah. <laughs> like, nature's so much more powerful than it. Anyway, I wonder if that's on Milch's mind or if I'm just uh, acting high. I don't know. Um, but uh, the next tweet goes, that had been the driving idea behind the never made seasons four and five. Milch was riding high on the advanced buzz of his new series, Luck. Luck did not do well for a variety of reasons. Its failure spelled the death knell for any new Deadwoods. Hopes crushed yet again. February of 2016. I'd emailed David's wife inquiring about another subject while in Albuquerque working on the Preacher pilot. I got a response in which she wrote, Also, HBO called. There's a good chance we might may return to the thoroughfare at some point. I wonder if they all just call it the thoroughfare. Yeah. And this is Milch's wife. Like it's it's yeah. not like someone that was on set all day. I don't think. I don't think she was involved. She might have been. I don't, I don't know. But just call it the yeah, thoroughfare. Be... Yeah, she was an important part of, you know, David Milch. But uh Right, but I didn't know if she was involved yeah, yeah. in production day to day. Yeah. I mean obviously um, she's an important part, but yeah, like Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> 
so then June 2016, another Milch lunch. I was trepidatious, fearing that with the intervening decades aging, the flood and the fire would become a show about youth makeup and hair dye. No. Milch was excited to share his new ideas and pages. This Deadwood film would pick up 10 years later and tell a post-flood slash fire story. He read page after page of scenes aloud to me at our table. <laughs> I'm like jealous of W. Brown getting to hear Deadwood yeah. pages. Uh, David Milch. Yeah. Uh, April 2017. Got an email while boarding a flight. Things look good, but nothing's a given. I want to give... I want you to have this just in case. Attached was a copy of the script. I read it on the plane and cried out loud, tears rolling down my cheeks. And May 2018, Powers Booth dies. Uh, April 2018, my agent got a call to hold all my dates for October and November. Uh, May 2018, I took some Swedish friends to visit Melody Ranch. Westworld had just wrapped, so we explored. I found out from the owners that HBO had leased the lot for Deadwood starting July 1st. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, July 2018, flurries of phone calls, texts, emails, tweets between cast and crew. What have you heard? I heard uh, July 2015, uh, July 25th, 2018, formerly HBO Green Lights production. To be continued. Yeah. Just a couple of days ago, folks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I just love Deadwood so much. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I like that they're setting it 10 years later. I kind of want to uh, look into what Deadwood had going on, uh, you know, 10 years later in 18, I'm guessing that's 87, 89. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, another thing I'm thinking about is, uh, and... You know, because obviously I want everybody to be there, but how realistically they would have all survived in Deadwood. That's for a really years. good point. Yeah. Like Doc? Yeah, no. But. I guess he has a leg up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so I know at least uh, in 1890s, early 1890s, they have a baseball team. That One of my. I have a shirt from the great Ebbetsfield Flannels. If you're if you're a base quick plug. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're a basewood fan, a baseball fan and like uh, uh, cool vintage shirts, check out Ebbetsfield Flannels. Mm -hmm. I've got a shirt from them for the Deadwood Mets. <laughs> That's from 1892. So I would love to see some baseball. <laughs> in I can just imagine sitting next to you watching the opening scene and hear like the crack of the bat and like <laughs> this like empty field and this team. And I just weep. <laughs> I just weep. All right. So we're back. Deadwood's going to be back. Yeah. Hopefully. Touch wood. It's a, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's nothing. There's, oh, wait. Not, there, we there you go. go. It's <laughs> Harry sealed it, folks. Yeah. All right. So um, we did have a few episodes recorded before we stopped. So you should be able to check your feed and you'll have a brand new one ready to go and we'll keep um updating as we did and we'll finish out season three and beyond hopefully yeah um so 
Again, thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts for being patient with us and being encouraging of us and uh, reaching out because it meant the world. Absolutely. So, um, I guess we'll be seeing you guys later. Don't uh, forget to check us out at DeadwoodPod on Twitter. Check out us. Uh, check us out. <laughs> check out us on Facebook. Um, you can find us at MockingbirdNetwork.com. And uh, until then, let's head out to the thoroughfare. Right? Right, yeah. Mocking Bird Network.